More of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Maya, don't get your feelings hurt on this microphone now. Don't have me. Don't do that. You don't want to do it. You will live forever. I'll make you famous, gal. Telling me I can't have one of these sandwiches. That's why Ryan looked at me crazy. Man, that's both. Let's talk to Al from Sherman Park. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, uh, Sherwin. Oh, so I, I heard uh, Miss Rose uh, talking, singing. Um, this this whole uh, LGBT movement has me thinking: what is the fine line between asking for acceptance and trying to force acceptance? Because I think we know over time, forced acceptance does not work because it creates a a backlash to people feeling they're forced to do something. Um, as opposed to ask to be doing something or ask to be um, accepted. So I guess the question is, when do you force it and when do you let it happen naturally? Because if you watch television, you would think every community has a gay or lesbian or transgender person. And and I I look at TV nowadays and go, "Mm, this seems forced. It doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem real. I think you force it. You have to force it. So let's say. Um, Do you think we was going to ask Jewish white people, people to allow us to use a drinking fountain and we're just going to wait for them to be okay with it? We weren't waiting to be accepted. We had to force our way to those lunch counters. We had to force our way into the ballot box. You don't ask. Groups that are oppressed have to use force. That's what a movement is. Well, I think the difference between like forcing the sexuality angle is trying to force acceptance of activities or actions in public. I think it would be akin to Jewish people saying they want to be accepted and then going into schools and forcing people to read the Torah. I don't know if that's a fair comparison, but all right. And so you're a member yeah, of the so LGBTQ community, right? And you're thinking, yeah. and you believe that we, it's up to us straight cisgender people to just accept y'all when we feel like it. Well, we got to recognize your humanity. Like, Cause if we make it about sex and sexuality, I assure you out straight people do way more deviant stuff than gay folks do. Straight people so have look, pioneered, nasty, disgusting, all sorts of stuff. So the sexuality should be separate. Accepting somebody as a human being, regardless of their sexual preference or how they were born, it should be paramount. 
Well, let me put it this way. Do you like the forced bathroom and locker room situations with the uh, transgender people? I'll be honest with you, Al. I've and never. Do you like it for your children? My children, my child is, is growing up in a different world that I'm, I don't know anything about. And there's nothing I can do about that. If people in her generation are okay with human beings using the bathroom as how they identify, what the hell can I do about that? Tell my child to not go to the bathroom? I ain't got none of that. There's some stuff that's happening in this world that I simply don't understand, but I'm not going to be in opposition to it because I am outnumbered. My days are behind me. There's a whole nother generation out here. And here's the thing. If we continue to be stuck in our ways, Al, we're just going to be forgotten. And that's just how it's going to be. Like, we don't have to change. We don't have to evolve with the times. We will just be forgotten. We will live in no one's memory. So should there be an age limitation to this? So should minors, so so minor transgender people be using the restrooms along with adult transgender people? Um, and then should we change the age of consent? Because that's the other thing they're working on, and they're trying to get the age of consent lowered. That ain't going to happen. So I don't uh, like the direction this is going in now because we want to um, – liken people who are of different sexual orientations as pedophiles. And and that shouldn't like that's a white supremacist trope. And I don't like doing that. Well, there are more straight pedophiles well, be, than there are gay ones. It would be equal consent across the board, It'd just be age sixteen, heterosexual, homosexuals, and it'd just be a lower consent where minors can um, date adults. Minors date adults now. John Chisholm doesn't prosecute. There's a Romeo and Juliet clause where Minors and adults do date. Now, if it's a 50-year-old and a 9-year-old, well, that's different. But how does that get off? Like, how are we on the issue of minors and adults dating when we're talking about gender issues? It's morphing not not just into acceptance, but into grooming. So who's grooming? Like this, and and you're out of the closet, correct? Can I say that you're out of the closet? Because I'm just fascinated by it. Yeah, so there's there's an agenda, and I see the adults. This is what they have to do. They have to get the younger people at younger ages to accept this so that when they go to vote, that they'll vote for this agenda that they're trying to push forward. Because, Al, do you know that heterosexual, cisgender, straight people, we say that people like you groom children? And now I'm hearing you saying that you think that other folks in that community are doing the grooming. Yes. Do you see heterosexuals trying to change the law to have younger and younger people accepted to date adults? Well, heterosexuals do it, whether they change the law or not, heterosexuals are doing it. And then using their sexuality is saying, well, if you don't accept it, it's discrimination. That's got to be some kind of a weird offshoot. But are you saying that the movement of the rainbow is trying to date children? Really? That's, that's what the whole that's what the that's what the Disney was about about you not being able to talk to these uh, talk to children under third grade about these issues. Okay. And then they called it the Don't Say Gay Bill because they were prohibiting teachers from talking to a third grade and under about uh, such matters and issues. But do with what you will. The I Don't Say Gay Bill was and so I was in favor of it. The don't say gay bill. So if a child had questions of an intimate nature, the teacher should not be engaging. The adult teacher should not be engaging in conversations 
with those children, the parents should be alerted. And what that bill did is that if a child who was second grade, third grade, kindergarten had questions about something that was specifically sexual, the teacher was then required by that law to inform the parents. That bill was actually good because I, I didn't want yeah. children to be able to have those conversations with their teachers and principals and not their parents. Yes, but they're upset because then the teachers are no longer allowed to deceive the parents as to what the children are doing. At but also, Al, that's not a national um, movement. That's something that's coming out of Florida. And Florida is not exactly a beacon of hope when it comes to policy. That was a Ron DeSantis bill. Now, there's parts of it that I agreed with, but that's not a national movement. Please don't look at something that happened in Florida, one legislative action in Florida and say it's a national movement. But Al, I got to take two other calls. I got to okay. talk to okay. All right, Al. I, what the hell went back? And Al's gay. Talking about grooming. Because we as straight people stereotypically think that gays groom straight children. And now he's saying that other people in the community are grooming. I don't know what the hell going on. Let's talk to George. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, what's up, Sherwin? Now, Al just said something interesting I wasn't even going to talk about. But what if, and I'm just throwing this out there, should Okay, you said the teachers, but what about some type of counselor if you're scared to talk to your parents about something like that, where you might, and this is going to sound weird, where you, uh, I've seen this on a TV show, where you dump your kid upside down in a garbage can because now you find out they're gay at that young age. So where is there a safe place for them if they're having feelings like that at a young age like that? Who are they supposed to go to if they're scared to talk to their parents? How many of us, when we're coming up, straight people talk to our parents about sex? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that the Florida don't say gay bill would be a topic of Milwaukee talk radio conversation. Yeah, but I think that I'd imagine there's probably a a different level of confidentiality that exists between licensed certified counselors and teachers. Because when you're a licensed certified counselor in a school, then children have a different there's a different level of confidentiality because teachers do not have that same confidentiality as a part of their teaching license, the teacher would then mm-hmm. have to refer that to the parents. But if it's a counselor, they are sworn by their certifications to keep that confidential. But I, I don't know. I, okay. This is a Florida thing, and I don't know so, why we're so, making so, it seem so like this, it's about our politics. Well, well, that that's not what I called for. I had okay. called, you know, because uh, I get in trouble with, with Meech a lot, right? Because I don't judge. And he said, because I'm a minister, and because I don't judge, then I'm going to hell. He said, well, you bring the word, right? Yeah. But, you know, like I tell him, we all sinners. So what makes one sin less than the other? And I don't want to get in trouble when I'm saying that sin. I'm just according to what the word says, right? Okay. But we all, we all, we all sin. So I don't want people to get in there. Oh, you're calling me a sinner. I'm just saying that's what the Bible says. And because I don't judge, you know, that Meech, Meech always gets on me about like, because he told me the other day I was going to hell. And like, you know, and I don't. I care what happened to those ladies. Matter of fact, I was telling my wife, I wonder if it's a serial killer out here doing that. You know, three and nine months, it's kind of unusual. So I was even wondering if it was a a, a, a serial killer going after these uh, after these ladies. Um, and I'm, a, I'm a, I, I've told my wife this, but I'm a, I haven't really shared this with too many people, and I'm a, and I'm gonna share this. For a long time, I was scared of them. I'm not gonna tell you no lie. Scared of who? Uh, Gay, gay men. I was scared of them for, for a while because of something that happened to me. Oh. I would think I was like 16, 16 or 17 years old, right? 
and I was on the Milwaukee County bus. And, you know, as teenagers, I don't know if this was your show you talked to, if this was Keith Pierce talking about how, you know, we, we tend to flock to the back of the bus, you know. Right. We automatically, we go to the back of the bus. You're right. And it was two dudes, you know, those side seats. Yes. You ever been on a bus before? I have, of course you know, I have, side seats? George. Yes, sir. Okay, so 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 it was two dudes talking to each other, right? Okay. This this one dude was built. This one dude was like muscles coming out of everywhere, right? And so after him and the other dude got finished talking, he came and sat in the seat in front of me. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Why why he do that? So he started putting his arm up on the headrest, um, armrest, whatever that thing. And then his hand kept falling, right? And I'm like, what's wrong with this dude? Next thing I know, sure, when his hand was coming towards my junk, and I jumped up and I said, you better not do that. And I ran to the front of the bus and said, Sherwin, that, I mean, because if you seen the dude, this dude was like muscles coming everywhere. Sherwin, I'm like 16, 17 years old. It scared me so bad, man. So I got off the bus. Now, I got off the bus about 16th and Capitol Drive, and I called him a bunch of names. And when he pulled that ripcord, I, I used to live on 7th and Capitol right across from this. My parents still live there. Yeah. Sherwin, I ran all the way home from that bus. And so I, I had a fear, uh, but now I don't. And what really kind of changed my mind as I was as I got older, plus we had a group and it was one guy that was gay that was in our group and he used to bring his friends around, so that kind of got us used to being around him. Okay. But I watched this program one night on PBS, and this is where I think I got in trouble with some people. When I saw these couples, Sherwin, together just as long as me and my wife and the love that they have for one another, that set me on a new path of looking at people because, you know, when they say you can't have their, uh, like, medical insurance and all these, these loopholes you got to jump through right. and you've been together with them, that, 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 that made me open my eyes towards And so I don't judge like that. And you say, well, we get on the bus as long as they didn't try nothing with me. Yeah, I would get on the bus because I, I, I'm hopefully I think I've evolved past that. As long as you know they ain't trying to mess with me or hit on me or anything like that, I'm, I'm good. But, you know, that's what I called to say when you said nobody cares. That's what made me call him when you said it don't seem like anybody cares about those three women that got killed. I care because loss of life, to me, you know, you, you know my daughter got murdered in 2019, right? That's right. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that my daughter got murdered. This guy murdered my daughter in 2019. So that said my whole life in a different trajectory. I'm not even the same. I, I still haven't healed yet. I'm on the path of healing, but like somebody told me, they lost their son over 30 years ago. They said, you'll, you'll never be like you were. Your, your life is always going to be different now. And sometimes I have good days and sometimes I have my bad days, but, you know, I always have my days that I miss my baby. Understood. And uh, so it's a tragic thing, you know. So I, I, I feel for him, you know, and, and I don't want to ever see, you know, anybody lose their life. I don't care if you're straight, gay, whatever. Everybody has a right to life. And I think everybody has a, has a right to love. That's God's, that's God. That's God's place to judge, not ours. I know we do do it, but that's not our place to judge. George, let me first I had to call it, say that condolences from me and everybody here on the, the loss of your daughter. That's the first thing I want to say to him. Next thing is, I'm sorry that hey. that happened to you. When you were on the bus, but why don't yeah. we just chalk that up? Man, to that, that was, was just a perverted person that needs to be in jail for trying to entice a child. But also along those same lines, you now know, you know how women feel every single day because a woman will tell you about something like that happening to her. 
every year she has been on planet Earth. So I'm still sorry you had that experience, yeah. but women deal with that. Yeah, that was stuff. traumatic. I'd imagine it was. That was traumatic. But Man, let's not crazy. judge all sugar, gay folk. That might have just been a pedophile. Probably, but you know, at sixteen back in seventy four, seventy five, I'm right. not used to nothing like that. You I know, bet. man, that was like shocking. I <laughs> believe it. Well, I right, sir, well, appreciate you, you George. Thank you for your call. <laughs> All right. Lost his daughter in twenty nine. Oh, that's horrible. All right, I'm gonna take a break. Come back and uh, a lot of text messages <laughs> and a caller online. Three. We'll talk to him in a second. The truth was sure when he was. Be right back. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The new 1017 The Truth is the proud home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoops action by listening to Panthers basketball on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. We have Horizon League Conference Tournament Basketball on The Truth. Tune in tomorrow night as the Milwaukee Panthers host the Wright State Raiders in the Horizon League quarterfinals live from the UWM Klotchy Center. Coverage begins at 6.30. Tip is set for 7. And be sure to tune in to The Truth this Saturday at 10 a.m. for another episode of the Soft Life Chronicles presented by All of Us Milwaukee. Sickle cell disease can be a devastating one to live with and is most common in African-Americans. Denise Thomas and all of us Milwaukee will discuss what it's like to live with sickle cell and what COVID DX is doing to try and impact the lives of sickle cell patients. So be sure to tune into the Soft Life Chronicles this Saturday at 10 a.m. presented by all of us Milwaukee and only on the award winning 1017 The Truth. Let's talk to Dion. Do not spew hate or I'll hang up on you. Wow. For real, Sherwin. I said, you can, no, you can speak your piece, but don't be hateful because I'm not entertaining that. Oh, I mean, I guess, man. I hear you, but I'm I'm really confused. Like, like I really, I, I just don't understand how can a person with a sexuality, which is your business, I agree with the Al just called. He wanted what I call the old games, you know. They want their business. That's their business. That's what they do. Everybody don't need to know. But I'm just confused because unless a man is acting feminine or any type of way, I can't look at another man and judge if he's gay or not. But guess what? You could definitely look at me and say I'm tell I'm black by my skin complexion. So I'm just confused. First of, all, first of all, I understand the civil rights movement was never intended for us. A lot of people think that it was. The civil rights bill was intended for everybody. You know, anybody whose civil rights is being violated. Now, the homosexuals are using it more than we are. But I'm just really confused on how gay rights and African-American rights are any way similar. I'm really just lost. It's it's because it's anti-oppression. And if there is a formula to oppress any group, then there can be a formula to continue to oppress and marginalize black people. That's what it's about. We've got to stamp out. It's not like. Black people are going to get saved and have fairness and equality, but we are still oppressing and marginalize other groups. Either we have oppression in this country or we don't. And if it exists anywhere, it's still going to impact black people. So if we are anti-gay, then that gives somebody the excuse to also be anti-black. But let me just give you a remedy for your confusion, because I understand your confusion, because sometimes I'm confused, too. You know what? We're just going to be confused. It's just going to be a bunch of stuff 
on this planet in this life, Dion, we're never going to understand. And we just have to grapple with our confusion and just learn to live with it. Your curiosities may never be satisfied. And that is just a part of being a human being. It's a bunch of stuff. We just ain't never going to understand. And that is quite all right. Just be confused. I can't believe how you started off the conversation with me spewing hate. I don't spew hate. Yeah, you do. I know I can't spew. I, well, if, if that's hate, then that's definitely. No, you actually were burden. okay, but you've okay. said some some disparaging things. Yeah, and I so mean, me, unlike you, I got to be mindful of my listeners that have a variety of different perspectives. And I have to take yeah. that into account because there's a lot of people that listen to this program. There's a lot of people that count on this program for information and, and community sentiments. And so I want to be respectful to the variety of listeners that I have. And I'm very proud to have a wide variety of diverse listeners. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't, you, I mean, like if you talk to me in person, then yeah, I definitely spew hate a lot of it. I, I definitely do. And I, I don't feel like nothing wrong with that. I was brought up in that time and ain't nothing wrong. I'm a product of America, whether it's white, homosexuality, whatever. This is what America is still doing. But you also so keep in mind that a white racist person that wants all black people dead, they can say, well, they're a product of America, too. And they can look at you and see are. less than a human being. So you got to be OK with that, too, and which I I, you probably are. Yeah, I am. I'm, okay. I'm definitely like, like, I'm not going to lie to you. If Donald Trump would have ended gay marriage, I would have voted for him every day. I, probably, I, I could see not like if I was an open minded person and just went against politics and regardless of what the Republicans, whatever, but I could see me leaning towards their views of conservatism because all this new stuff, like, it's just too much. You understand what I'm saying? And like I all said earlier, it's being forced upon us. You understand? How what is saying? anybody forcing does? anything? Who is making you gay? How is how is a, a lesbian couple that want to spend their lives together? How does that impact your life, the money you make, how does that impact your retirement? How does that impact your vacation? It, it, it does. How does that impact it, how it really you feel it. about Dion? It, wait, first of all, like he was like, okay, like say this, if you watch the television program, boom, there you go. Or you might be out. I don't have young children, but just say if I had a young child and then my child don't know about that. Or if I send my child into the bathroom and it's a grown man, you know, it's, it's it's, it's more complicated. You're, there will be I mean, grown men if you send your child into the damn bathroom. I'm just that's no, a part of no, it. No, I'm saying like like with the you know with the transgender whatever. You're engaging but, in hypotheticals. Good thing. thing you don't have children because you don't have to have any of these conversations, Dan. But there's going to be some stuff that we're just not going to understand and we're not going to figure it out right now. But I got another call that I got to take. I appreciate you very much. Let's talk to Andre. You're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Hey, good. Thank you for taking my call. Well. George, this is to you. I'm in the same situation going on 20 years with a lost child. You're never going to heal from that. You carry it in different pockets. Uh, one day it's in your shirt pocket. One day it's in your coat pocket. Uh, you're going to just have to learn how to manage that. People say it get better. I I just don't really believe it do. I hope it would. Um, and it really didn't get better. I think it gets a little more manageable, but I don't call that better. Okay, secondly, you said something about how do you think women feel when George was talking about the, what the man did to him. I had a, it's funny, I had a conversation with somebody, and I heard a lot of girls tell me in their lifetime what the uncle did, the auntie's boyfriend, the cousins did to them. And I said, back in the day, we were kind of, I'm older than you, 
we were kind of uh, led to believe, like, if a man was gay, and we know he, like, acted feminine to watch him because he was a bee-buster. But I've never, I can't remember hearing anybody say that them people pulled some perverted stuff on them. It was more commonly the person that you would least expect to do something like that that would uh, accost a child or a young lady. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people who weren't didn't have a stigma hanging over them. And lastly, George mentioned that a serial killer with the three uh, ladies or transgender persons that was uh, murdered. One of them, they got a guy in custody. Remember the white guy out of West Dallas? They was looking for him. Okay. They had him all on the member. They arrested. They, I think they ended up catching him, but they named him. He's a white guy out of West Dallas. And I have one or two theories with, them, with that. Are these guys not telling these people what they are? Or some of these people know what they are, and it's almost, I guess, like a, a guy that has a wife or a girlfriend saying, I'm going to tell your wife about this relationship. And these guys say, now, if this person go out here, you know, nobody knows that I'm engaging in these acts with another man. Are they killing these guys to quiet them? I mean... Uh, Andre, I'm not going to engage in trying to understand the mind of a killer, so I have no idea. I, they're murderers. I mean, I'm and just I, wondering. I don't either, but it just that was just my thing. I say is, is it, that these guys are duping them, and then they feel some kind of way. That's or, still no justification for murder. No, I'm not. No, absolutely not. I'm, I'm just saying I don't believe it's a serial killer. I guess that was the point. And it may be. People are crazy as hell nowadays and stupid. And it may be, but like you, like you said, you know, I just try not to, I know what I'm going to do with my life or I, I just don't try to let that kind of stuff worry me. God is at the table when it comes to judge and I, I do what I got to do while I'm here. And, and real lastly, okay. Hey, whatever happened to that Kevin, I always ask you this when I call, did you ever find out anything on that dude? Kevin Remember your, your passed away. Kevin. Yo, yeah, I'll Kitty. never forget. He passed away in 2020. Damn. Yeah, and then what about this one guy used to call you say, what's up, Sherwin, again? I see you doing God's work. I can't. He used to call you every day. He every sure day. did. You remember um, that guy? Oh, he's going to kill me. I cannot remember his name, but he has not called he's still much. around. I have not heard his voice. Sometimes people have, I like, they take different jobs you. and they work different shifts where they uh -huh. can't listen as often, but I think that might have. He's called since I've been at 1017 The Truth. It's just been a while. Okay. Okay. I just I remember I've been following you a long time. Appreciate it, man. I've been following you a long time. So some of the people just became regulars, and it's we still got some. <laughs> okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for Appreciate the call. Appreciate you, Carl. All right, bro. Yeah, our listenership for any Sherwin Hughes branded program. We're a big old dysfunctional family, and I love y'all. Gay, straight, blind, deaf, one arm saxophone playing, Miss Rose singing, all y'all. Y'all all my big dysfunctional family. I'm going to take a pause for the cause, come back, and talk to more members of the dysfunctional family at 833-212-1017-833-212-1017. The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. I'll be right back. This is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Thank you. 
1017 The Truth Sherwin Hughes for Axe Housing. And once again, I'm teaming up with Axe Housing. And I was excited to find out that almost half of the families who purchased homes with Axe Housing are African-American families, the youngest of which just 19 years old. In fact, she's going to be building wealth every single month as she pays her mortgage instead of rent. As I would always say, if you're not dreaming of home ownership by now, you should be. You can get started on virtual orientation by clicking on the truth link at axhousing.org. That's A-C-T-S housing.org. Axe coaches are ready to help you and your family find the best path to home ownership. There are zero restrictions on who can access this first time home buyer program. You just need to have some steady monthly income, even if it's a small amount of income. Visit axhousing.org today. Let's talk to, here's a new caller. Solstice, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing okay. What's on your mind? I was calling in because um, I was hearing some of the previous conversations, and um, I'm I'm starting my book tour um, on this subject of race and racism, and it's a new insight that I wanted to to share. Okay. So I I studied sociology, African American studies and women's studies for the past seventeen years or so. I recently resigned from my professor position and one of the things that I came to realize and that race, you know, so take it back real quick to uh, cattle slavery in the U.S. There was a moment, actually, where racism had failed, and the slave system was also failing. And so even people we identify as, as white were, you know, pushing back against this system. And so the elite at the time, the politicians and the economic elite, they went over to the universities and they they asked the scholars and the scientists to prove that, you know, these people were inferior um, somehow. And so they did all of their pseudoscience, their, you know, their fake experiments and measuring brain size and all these all these things. And they came up with this category system that we call race today, right? Okay. And so they had they had the Negroid, right? Which, you know, we where we get Negro and colored and black. They had uh, Caucasoid. This was another category. This is where the term Caucasian comes from, which literally translates to the superior race, right? A lot of people use the term Caucasian thinking it's a polite term uh, when actually it means superior race, right? And, and then, then there's the, the mongoloid, right? The mongoloid, right? The mongoloid and the hybrids, right? So then this, this system of race was created, right? This system of race was created to to uphold and justify, right, the slave system. And once this was uh, distributed, right, publicly to the masses, then everybody got on board. Everybody was, uh, everybody 
understood then that uh, being a Negroid or what we identify as black today is the inferior race, right, along with the indigenous population, brown population, so on and so forth. So, so we understand today that race is a social construct, right, but we don't often stop to say, hey, who created this social construct, and why do you think they created this social construct, right? And, that, oh, it's a social construct. But the people who created the social construct were the people who were trying to save their slaves, right? And it, and it worked. It, it was it was it was brilliant, genius. And I would argue you know? that it's still uh, working. It, Solstice, can you tell us when the book is going to be out? Because I got two more calls ahead of you, and I got to take a break. This isn't about the book. Oh, but I want to read it. Though. The book will. Oh yeah, the the book will be out um, in the next couple months here. Okay. Um, but what I'm saying here is that race itself is the foundation of racism. We can change policy, we can we can protest, we can march, we can vote. All those things will always fail because as they have been failing since sixteen nineteen because we keep ignoring the entire foundation, right? The creation of race itself was a traumatic event. And so anytime we identify with race, we are trauma bonding. Even if we attempt to reclaim it, if we are saying uh, pro-black, black power, black lives matter, this is still identifying and embracing and reinforcing the very weapon that they created to subjugate and dominate black people who identify as black, brown, or, or what have you, right? And so we went through this stage of overt racism, right, where, you know, the slave system and things, and then we went to the colorblind racism and Jim Crow, the new Jim Crow, and now we're in this phase of celebration, right, this celebration. And, you know, one of the things about oppressors, oppressors is that um, once, they, once they can, once they enforce their system and have their populations internalize it, they can let go because now we're just we're just reinforcing the systems ourselves, right? Even the celebration of Black History Month. These things are intended to be beautiful, right? But what they really are doing is celebrating race, right? And again, race was specifically and solely created to uphold racism and to continue this system of domination. And so as long as we have these categories of separation, we will have racism at and through all of our institutions. And Solstice, and, we're going to leave it there. I appreciate your call, though. All right. I, you said a lot. He clearly was an academic. He was teaching a whole sermon. How about this? We take a break. And we'll come back and talk to uh, at least one other person. I got to read a bunch of text messages, too. You're listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the new 1017 FM. I'll be right back. You are listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Black-Owned Business Give Back is back. We've again teamed up with Associated Bank. To help, to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. 
The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. To sign up for this opportunity, there's only one way to do it. Go to blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official contest rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. Let's talk to Bob. You're on the new 101.7 The Truth. Bob, we found you a vocalist, and her name is Miss Rose. So we'd like to get you guys in the studio soon so you guys can make some musical magic. Okay, uh, Sherwin, uh, I understand, see, I, you and Carrie, you know, y'all like family to me. I don't know, you know, it's hard to say no to you. But anyway, take that other call, because she might be, whoever it might be, might be long-winded like me. And, and I, I just wanted to tell you how I had checkmated you. Oh, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and you know. I had a, a lot of other things to say, but take that other call. And then I, I get you. I'll I tell you, you know. How did you checkmate me, Bob? Oh, no, no. Take your other call, man. How am I going to answer your call and you just tell me to take another call, Bob? Then you should have said that when I answered the phone. You should have said, no, Sherwin, don't talk to me. Take your other call. You waited yeah, on okay, hold through commercials to tell me to talk to somebody else? Well, Sherwin, it should be like that hard to get to you. You're a very exhilarating person, uh, and you say things that very interesting. So, you know, I, I know I get to you, you know, and I, you just don't play checkers, and it was enthusiastic of me to checkmate you. I checkmate you, Joe, but I was so happy. How, Bob? <laughs> All right. You want me to tell you how? Yeah. Okay. See, you know I'm long-winded. Then your other caller won't get Look, in, Look, dude, man. get to it, man. My show is about to All run right, out. Bob. Tory Lofin will be in here with a whole bunch of protesters and activists. Hurry up, Bob. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, when I played yesterday, you said, uh, Bob, now listen now. Uh, you got 30 seconds. Uh you supposed to play on Monday. See, you was, and that was wonderful of you because you were thinking about your callers. You know, hey, you're not, but she, you wouldn't have did that to Najee. You would have just waited, but she did that to me. And, and I was just glad because I told you, oh, wait, I can wait. I wait a minute. I, 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 you know, I, I don't have to play. I can wait tonight. No, no, give me 30 seconds. See, and you wouldn't have said that to Najee, so I was very proud of you. You were looking out for your callers. So that's how I was to checkmate you. It's no way you can say anything. You know, uh, you get you, you you go way down under checkmate, and you can't go way down under that. You were just checkmated then. Hey, Bob. Get me off the phone. 30 seconds. You got 30 seconds. Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. What? I'm gonna take your okay. advice. I'm gonna take my other call. Even in uh, twenty nine dollars at Menards. Hello. Twenty nine dollars at Menards. What you buying at Menards for twenty nine dollars? What you buying? I said one hundred twenty nine dollars. Oh, one hundred twenty nine dollars. You, you getting... know, yesterday I called. Yeah, yesterday I had called, and uh, Beyond the Voter, okay, was on the phone, and he was saying some very interesting things. And to be honest with you, he put me on. He made me think. 
he gave me some more uh, ammunition for my argument. He said he don't want that type of man representing him as the black man in America. And I have to agree with him. And any man in his right mind should not want that to be the representation of what a dad should be. Okay, I don't think a dad should be a, 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 a two daddies uh, raising a baby. But okay. hold on, before you go I'm down that road, right. let's be clear. So Dion has his perspective on who he doesn't want representing him, and I respect that. But I don't want Dion representing me, a dope dealing felon that doesn't vote. You see how that works? How about we just represent okay, each, represent one out. another check as individuals? Okay, but check this out. Now, we don't know why the brother can't vote or hasn't voted. I got a buddy, man. Because he doesn't believe in the political process, but he accepts the benefits the government gives him. You see how that works? But hold on. I have a buddy that can't vote because he might be on paper for the rest of his life. Dion ain't been on paper since George Bush was president, man. Brother, we don't know that. Yes, we do. That's when he caught his case. We don't know what we don't know what the circumstances is. I mean, why would I tell a person I'm on probation so when they get mad at me they can call my PO or whatever? So you know, I don't I mean, know what the brother. Dion has uh, been out of jail for 23 years. That brother is not. And he he wouldn't be on paper. But he's not on. He's not on paper. He just doesn't vote because he thinks he's being rebellious against the system. That's why he doesn't vote. Well, I don't know, but I do know that I have a friend. Matter of fact, I got two buddies. I'm surprised. Oh, you got two friends. For the rest of their life. Oh, okay. Okay. They messed up. So you're saying you don't want that kind of person representing you, but you will let a racist redneck from, uh, uh, from where are you from? Idaho somewhere, uh, 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 represent you? This George, this, uh, uh, this, uh, Biden fellow, you want him to represent So l- let me be abundantly clear. I, rep- I represent me. And so I'm confident and secure enough in myself where I represent myself every day in this community on this damn radio in my professional endeavors in my personal life i don't need to look to another man woman a child an institution to represent me we should be representing ourselves i don't even like engaging in that terminology i ain't gonna get represented by another man i ain't gonna represent another man represent yourself okay well what about the face well you're representing us you represent us every day. Nah, because there's too many people to disagree with me. I represent no, my no, no, perspective. No, no. I represent my viewpoint. Some people agree. Some people disagree. And, and but do know, I come on this radio and say, I represent all black people? I would never do that. Hey, 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 look, brother. A lot of people, if I didn't agree with you sometimes, okay, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I wouldn't be calling it. I'd just duck you. I'm on another station doing something else. So I agree with you. Okay, on some points and some issues, and that's why you you represent us, and that's why we look for you to stand up for us. And, and you talk about racism, brother. We being discriminated against against the Hispanics right now. They they are they are discriminating against us. They don't took this whole country over. You go to a doggone temporary service, and they're running them. You go to the community warehouse projects that's put in place. Black folks help get it built, and guess who running it? They're running it. You go to their bank and try to get a loan. Brother, you so what did they do? They stole it from us. Go to a, go they came to this go country to without wow. citizenship. They came to this country not having nothing, not knowing nothing, not knowing the language. We built all that stuff. And what we did is we don't know how to keep it. We can get stuff. We don't know how to keep it. We used to own you know our own why? community. We don't know how to keep it. No, I'm not going to blame somebody else from taking share. from us what and was never ours in the first place. because We can't keep it, man. 
brother, they come and listen to this here because they have the attitude that, that's been given to us. Share. We, the more the merrier. They don't come in with that idea. Go to their bank and try to get a loan. You think the white man won't give you a loan? Go over that man to the, to the Mexican uh, uh, bank. I tell you what, try to get you a loan from the, uh, from the Mong's institution in Warsaw. They're not going to give you nothing. And you talk about discrimination, brother. Look here, it's the black man against the world right now. And if we don't well, wake up, man, all eyes is on us. We're and hey, we in trouble, man. Let them get politically strong, and you won't even have, brother. They don't. They don't need you to. You know how they get politically problem. strong, like people with people like Dion to decide not to vote. But I appreciate your call. I've just, I've had enough today. <sighs> Thank you all for participating in our lively discussion. Give one hundred percent in everything you do unless you're giving blood. Have a nice day.